Hey, what's up? This is Jeremy Palco from The Walking Dead, and this is Still Toking With. Hey, this episode of Still Token With is brought to you by the Dorkening Podcast Network. You can find more about this awesome show and others just like it by heading over to thedorkening.com. On this episode of Still Token With, we're talking cannabis over chemo. Coming to you live from the UK with Miss Carrie Parker. Former Army medic, Playboy Playmate, Miss UK, Hollywood stunt double, and much more. This is a kick-ass show coming at you right now. Shark Bites, Shark Bites Podcast. It's the greatest show in history. From the... Dorkening Network, hosted by a nerd who's named Patsy. From movie reviews to tips on surviving the coronavirus, Shark Bites has it all. Follow us on Facebook and suggest topics at sharkbitespod at gmail.com. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. 
For another episode of Still Token with Happy Sunday Morning, everybody. And uh, this is a very special episode. Uh, first time we've done a Sunday show. Uh, but I wanted to introduce you guys to our maestros here, Ben and Jeff. Hello, gentlemen. What's happening, everybody? What's going on, still, peeps? I'm still trying to wake up, so you're going to have to bear with me here. Yeah. It's early on a Sunday morning. <laughs> right, right. Uh, no beer, just coffee. Yeah. How many, how many cups are you into right now, Jeff? Three. <laughs> uh, only, only three. Yeah. Uh, would you guys like to introduce our awesome guests? Sure. sure. Ben. Oh, you want me to do it? Yeah, I did it last time. Yeah, so you're pretty good at it. So anyway, <laughs> like like Jeff and Leo said, welcome, and it's Sunday. Um, very special episode. We're coming live from the UK with one of the most amazing people we've had the pleasure of chatting with, Miss Carrie Parker. Hi. And joining us, specially from the U.S., Miss Amy Miller. Hi. Dr. Amy Miller. Oh, sorry. that's right. That's right. Dr. Amy Miller. Congratulations on that. That was my last day. It's official. Yay. Congratulations. That's, that's incredible. Awesome. Uh, just uh, real quick, uh, Derek uh, uh, Spangenberg says, good morning. Uh, how about you put some good music on? LOL. Uh, Tina Heal says good morning. June Taylor, good morning. Wendy Waterman says good morning as well. Uh, Robert LeCouture, uh, never seen Jeff up so early, and Tina Heal is on as well. Uh, so if you have any questions or comments, post them in the uh, chat room, and I'll get back to them as best as I can. Yeah, and actually, when I just did the share off like that, the questions you'll see all of them. So I don't have, to, I don't need those. <laughs> <laughs> I can take those old man glasses off now. Finally. So, Jeff, you want to bring this in? What am I bringing in? Whatever you want. Yeah. So, um, I've got a lot of questions. Um, I know that, uh, Amy, you had uh, really reached out, uh, you know, the Green Angels uh, to really help Kerry. Um, you know, could you tell us how that actually started? Uh, I think, if I'm correct, that Darren reached out to Kerry just to have her, I think, just to find some information about Darren. And uh, she looked up and researched the information and then got a hold of us. And, and I'll let Carrie tell her story. Right, right. Well, where do I begin? Um... <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's go all the way back, all the way back to the beginning. Okay, so seven years ago, I was diagnosed with my first brain cancer and we had it removed. And then I had five years where I thought were clear. And it turns out they were not. It turns out my cancer had been progressing over those five years to terminal levels, but no one told me. The scans got missed or it was it was a mess. So two years ago, they said, sorry, you're terminal. And it was a bit of a shock because we thought we'd been clear. And we thought, well, how does it go from nothing to three quarters of my brain in the six months of the scan? And we later realized it had been slowly progressing. Now, over those five years, my mum had been researching because she said she never would. We'd have chemo and radiotherapy. 
And so she'd been researching and she told me about cannabis oil. Obviously in the UK, we had no idea where to source it, the legalities, we knew nothing. And then um, Darren reached out to me and I just sensed some trust in him and I literally put my life in his hands to advise me. And it, it worked out well for me because two years ago they said, you're not going to survive one month without chemo. And I'm like, hi, I'm still here two years later. Right, right. Awesome. But that's okay. So the um you came to the US then, right? Yeah, so I came to the U.S. for treatment. Um, I also went to Mexico, but that didn't work out too well for me. So I then came to the U.S. to do my RSO and to do everything like that with the advice and support of the Green Angels. I didn't want to get arrested in my country. So. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so, well, that yeah, that was bringing us all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> we just summed that all up in like two seconds flat, folks. <laughs> okay, this is a great show. Right, right. Now, um, now Carrie, uh, you're, you're, you're an advocate over in the UK, obviously, for, uh, for cannabis and stuff, right? Yeah. How's that going over there? I mean, are they, are they starting to see that this is, this is an important thing, you know, and they've got to get, they've got to get this medicine out to the public, you know? Yeah. Um, the response of the UK is a lot of people have believed in me, patients. A lot of people have actually gone against the doctors, which my doctor told me off for. And they've said they want to do what I'm doing. Um, and so far, several of my friends have saved their lives this way, which is incredible. But the doctors and the oncologists still will not admit that it works. They see me well. They see that I'm now stable. I've now stabilized my cancer from growing, which they told me couldn't be done um, without chemo and radio. And I've done it on my own. But there's still no belief in what I'm doing. And I actively get told that it will make it worse by some of them. So the really? doctors are not tired. Yeah, we uh, we all follow your page. Um, I believe it's Carrie's Kick-Ass Cancer Journey. Is that correct? Okay, yeah. Um, and I've I've actually seen a lot of people uh, being very negative on there, which is part of the stigma that we're all trying to break with cannabis. Yeah. You know, um, to those that want to be negative, you know, we appreciate that you keep your comments to yourself. It's that simple. Yeah. So if you see any negativity coming up in the chat, Leo, yep, boot no, him. No, I, Feel free to boot it. I will do that. I have the power. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, so uh, so. Tina's asking, uh, so what's Carrie's latest status update on her recovery? So in October, I was finally stable after five years, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. But um, thanks to you guys, Amy. But it's still, my cancer is so vast. It's in three lobes of my brain. And it's just such thick tumor that we've halted the growth, but we're yet to get into the kill phase to actually shrink it. And it seems you cannot throw enough at this. It's, it's so aggressive. And we're never quite in front of it. We've always been just slightly under. So to be stable in October was absolutely incredible. But they told me in January that it's starting to get active again. So I need to go back into the stopping it and then try and get into the kill phase. It's very hard to do, and sometimes my belief has been, are we on the right track? And then to be told we're stable by a medical professional, I didn't think they'd admit it. So we then realized this is working and just have to keep throwing a little bit more at it. Right, right. Well, well 
in the yes. chat uh, in the chat room, Robert uh, says uh, three years ago people hardly knew of RSO. I almost saved my own father using it. Uh, many had no idea. It's amazing how quickly info has gotten out there. Thanks to you and the Millers, you are angels. Um, for those that don't know, uh, can you explain RSO? What what is it? Are you asking? Yeah, I think I think that'd be a question for Amy. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, RSO is actually coined as Rick Simpson oil. Rick does not sell or support people on the oil. He just educates. So just so people know if you're on a site where it says, you know, hey, or Rick Simpson said he was going to send me oil. No. RSO is a high THC cannabis oil um, for cancer patients. If, if you're making it yourself, it's already over 55% THC. There's no additives. Um, if it is over 55% THC when you make it, it can cause what's called apoptosis or cancer cell death. This oil goes into the brain and unlocks the endocannabinoid system. All mammals, and we found out recently that all vertebrates have an endocannabinoid system. So basically any living thing has an endocannabinoid system. When you put the RSO into your body, it's taken orally. It's not like smoking it. When you smoke it, you light the end. Immediately, you get a euphoria and a high. When you eat the oil, it takes about 30 to 40 minutes to kick in to get a euphoria. And that's because it goes through the endocannabinoid system. It unlocks it. goes through two uh, parts of your neurosystem, which is your CB1 and your CB2 receptors. It goes down into your liver and it heats it up. And that's where you get the euphoria. It's doing the decarboxylating in your liver, in your body. And what's the, what it's doing is it's going in your body and attacking anything abnormal, whether you have high blood pressure, lupus, fibromyalgia, Crohn's, high blood pressure. Matter of fact, people who are, have high blood pressure and are on blood pressure medications, we always tell them before you take the RSO, check your blood pressure. Because if you take the RSO and then your blood pressure is regular, and then you take a blood pressure pill, you can bottom out. So it just goes through and attacks anything abnormal. It's It doesn't attack anything normal. It brings your body back to its physiological state. So what it's doing is it's going through your body and regulating you to where you were supposed to be. Um, a lot of people ask, you know, well, am I going to gain weight because I'm going to get the munchies? It's not that kind of euphoria. And once you've been on it for a while, you actually build up a tolerance to where you don't feel it anymore. You'd never know Darren was on cannabis oil anymore. He's just built up a tolerance to it, but it's still doing the same thing. After five years, he is still in complete remission. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much that in a nutshell. Okay. So, so uh, if, when somebody starts an RSO regimen, uh, do you dose up as you progress forward? You don't just all of a sudden hit them with this high dose of, RSO, right? No, no. They come in one gram syringes typically, um, unless you make it, you can just dose out of a bowl. The first dose that you'll do is about the size of a grain of rice. And you'll do that every three hours. Now this is for a cancer patient. If you're taking it as a maintenance, like I do, just take a little bit before bed every night. I take the size of a grain of rice just as a preventative and to keep regulating my body back to its physiological state. Um, I donated my kidney two years ago to my neighbor and I healed so fast, it, it regenerates cells and tissues. Um, if you're a cancer patient, you'll start out with the grain of rice size every three hours, unless you're sleeping, then you sleep, and you'll do that for seven days. After the seven days, the next week, you're gonna go to two grains of rice size. You're gonna do that for seven days every three hours. Third week, three grains, fourth week, four grains of rice, 
and you're building up a tolerance by the seventh day, typically you don't feel it anymore. That's why it's just a comfortable way to build up that tolerance to where you're not uncomfortable. You cannot, absolutely cannot overdose or die from this ever. It doesn't mess with your respiratory um, system at all. Uh, it's not like doing a, a drug such as heroin or anything like that, that actually messes with your respiratory system. So when you're taking this, it's literally a plant that gets you high until you build up a tolerance. Okay, cool. Cool. And once you get to the one gram a day by week four and five is four to five grains of rice size every three hours. By the end of the day, you're on a gram a day. You'll stay on that as a cancer patient. You'll just stay on that uh, dose until you're cancer free. Wow. Uh, that's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, actually, it is. Yeah, totally. Uh, so if you want to learn more uh, about Amy or Carrie, uh, so uh, we still got plenty of show left, but I uh, want to yep. let you know, check the show notes down below or up above, uh, depending on where you're watching or listening to us, and you'll find a bunch of information there. Uh, you have the link for the Green Angels and uh, also uh, information for Carrie as well, uh, some articles she was in, and also her YouTube page as well. Uh, definitely subscribe to that. So we, we're going to bring this back a little bit. I know we're talking about, you know, the cancer treatments and things like that, but I want to share a little bit more on Carrie's story. I mean, this young lady has done, seen, and been more places than any of us could possibly even imagine. Um, so it does, you know, cancer is, it affects everybody from the nobody name on the street corner to people that are pushed into stardom, such as Carrie. Um, just to be able to hear their stories is a really great thing. So let's touch a little bit, Carrie, about what you actually do in things that you've been doing. I think she you froze. Oh, there she is. Do you mean <laughs> my Yeah, I mean, like, let's let's see. I got some show notes here. Um, you know, you were Miss UK, you were Miss Europe, Miss British yeah. Empire. Still uh, yeah, still am Miss Europe and just one. Miss United Kingdom, uh, another one as well, to go out to Miami this summer. So another nice. one. Uh, you know, um, so yeah, let's let's tell a little a, a little bit about that side of your story, you know, things like that you've been able to do. Hollywood stunt double, cover yeah. of Playboy. I mean, you've really been in the limelight for quite a few years. Yeah, and this is me doing my rest period as well. In my recovery, I still managed two international front covers and two massive pageant titles. But because my time has been limited, I wanted to fulfill all my dreams. And my dreams were get my black belt, which I did even on a gram of day. Of, Congratulations. Um, of and some days I just stood there and I looked and I, they were like, you didn't know your own name. And somehow I still completed six months black belt training, sparring, fighting the lot. So I got my first dream, even though I was on a gram of oil a day, it did not impact my training by the time I built my tolerance. I then went off to Miss World in the Bahamas last year as Miss Europe. Uh, I then came back, shot a front cover of Playboy, and then shot the cover of FHM, which was out in last month in February. So I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do any of that had I had chemo and radiotherapy. It was pretty much guaranteed memory loss, blindness, speech problems. I probably would have been in a wheelchair, to be honest. I don't think there would have been no quality of life, they said. But because of the RSO, I could actually keep my career. Um, and I was training as a Hollywood stunt double. I got my dream to um, audition with an entire stunt team of Olympic athletes and Hollywood directors for a new movie. And I couldn't have done that if 
if I'd have taken a conventional treatment, which is absolutely incredible. And even though I'm now resting a lot more, I'm still able to do things I couldn't do because, like Amy says, it restores your body. My blood pressure actually went up. I've always been very, very low blood pressure, and it actually has restored it to the actual perfect rate, which is crazy. My sport recovery, training every day. I trained as a rock climbing instructor, my black belts, and I never ached. I never had any aches and pains. It was just incredible. I even broke my hand last summer, and my friend said to me, that's going to hurt when that cannabis oil wears off. I said, it doesn't ever wear off. <laughs> I feel no more. I mean that that's just it, it's truly amazing um as you just touched on it it allows you to maintain your quality of life as well yeah you know which you know that's just another reason to, to push the um the power of this plant yeah. We have uh, any questions over there, Leo? I see you we, looking at the screens. Yeah, we do. Uh, so uh, Tina Heal says, isn't it correct that Carrie was given a life expectancy that she has outlived with her way of treatment? Oh, hi, Tina. Nice to hear from you again. I love you. Um, yeah, so they told my mom that without treatment, I had a month to live. And they told her that December, the December just gone. So near on two years um because i think they, that was from the summer scan in june so this june it'll be two years that they said i had one month to live and now our local uh, oncologists have said i have three months to live so actually it's it's going up slightly but as i've proven them wrong i counted off every month and celebrated it as 15 months 16 months 17 months and then i just forgot i stopped counting because i just i knew i was going to survive it because of this which is incredible it is amazing I love it. Oh, sorry. I was reading. <laughs> I was listening, but I was reading at the same time. Um, wow. So um, there's, there's, there's obviously people that don't agree with, um, you know, the methods that you're using, you know, um, because that's just human nature. So, you know, do you get hassled sometimes? You know, are there actually people out there that will reach out and give you a hard time because you're trying to use RSO to save your own life? To be honest, no. But when I first hit the media in the UK, it said cannabis over chemo. So many people were commenting, you stupid girl, you're going to die, you're going to die, you're stupid, you deserve to die. But that's just media trolls. But what I have come across on my page is a lot of people saying, well, I wouldn't give my kids that. And I'm like, well, I would. It's just they can't in England sometimes see what's in front of their eyes. It's quite can be quite small minded. Cannabis does have a very bad stigma here. It's just being a drug that gives you the munchies. You order a pizza and you lose your brain cells. Basically, that's the English English way. And I'm like, well, I'm getting more brain cells from using it. So, but um, I'm hoping that I'll have opened a lot of minds, which a lot of people now come to me and say, if I ever got cancer, I want to do what you're doing. And a lot of people every day reach out to me and say, where do I find RSO? Who, who can help me? And I just try and advise them the best I can. Yeah. Okay, good. Nice, nice. Good, good. So, and, and Darren actually went through something similar to that with people actually hating and, and negative comments when his story first hit the media here in the U.S., I remember we touched on that uh, briefly when he was on. We still get it. Yeah. We still, get it. we still get the negative, you know, you're just drug addicts. You just want to get high and that's okay. You know what? I, you, nobody ever got, you know, died from getting offended. So I, I just kind of brush it off and think to myself, you know what? It, you're you're going to not be able to sometimes try and convince somebody of something that they've had as a stigma their whole lives. And that's okay. 
those just aren't people that we have in our lives today. It's really easy to hit block or delete um, than to have to deal with negativity. The beautiful thing is that we can choose who we want to talk to um, as far as people making comments on our pages. Um, the block button's great. I have a lot of blocked people. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's the block is wonderful. I, I admit that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I, I think that's really, really sad because I mean, you know, me personally, you know, if I was in that situation and it was a life or death thing that I had to make a decision on what I was going to do, that's nobody's fucking business, but mine. Oh, he drops I, the F bomb at 10, 16 AM. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, when you're, you're given, you know, a month, you know, you have to do what you got to do. You know, it, it's uh, your, Nobody knows how you're going to feel unless you're in that predicament. And, you know, when you're given, you know, a fight for your life, you know, you, you got to look for any ways and necessary, you know. Uh, Robert uh, LeCouture says, uh, we have contacts for oil. Uh, save lives, plants, not pills is our motto. Um, Amy, are you guys still guiding people yes. for the oils? All right. So I'm going to put that out there. I know a lot of people say they have contacts and things for oils. But Darren and Amy have started a mission in their lives to try and assist people with contacting the correct distributors of the oil. Um, so if you'd like to reach out to the Green Angels, is that correct, Amy? It is. Okay. Uh, you can either get on my Facebook page or Darren's. And I'm really glad you brought that up because that has been a big issue where uh, people have gotten on my page and said, you know, it didn't work for us. And then they show us a picture of what they were giving their, giving their loved one. And it was an eyedropper with some liquid in it that was clear. And I'm like, well, that's because that's not, I mean, you can, you can call anything, anything. So people are putting RSO on hemp. I mean, just, and when I say hemp, I mean like CBD um, or sometimes it doesn't even have CBD or THC in it. You know, it's like sunflower seed and whatever in a jar. Um, you don't know what you're getting. You have to make sure you know what you're getting. Find somebody reputable who can guide you to somebody reputable, which is kind of my surprise for Carrie today. I don't know if we're doing surprises yet, but sure. we do have someone who is going to be uh, traveling and bringing this to Carrie. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Yes. Thank so you. You're welcome. And so, yeah, so we were able to get her what she needs um, as far as people traveling and bringing it over there. Um, you know, we, we try to do that as much as we can. We have a lot of connections from other countries that come here. And when they come here and they're leaving, you know, some people just leave with gifts. Um, you know, Carrie staying here to do hers, but you know, that way she, you know, has a, the ability to get herself better and get on the right track. So we love you. Oh, thank you guys. That's, That's incredible. Oh, That's you guys are so That's amazing. Awesome. Can um, I just touch on what you said as well about every man and his dog sells RSO and everyone's mate down the pub can get you it. And I've even had people contact me to say, I want to start my own THC RSO business. Can I use your story to say I cured you? Really? And I said, wow. no, you well cannot. That's poor. That's, it's taken it away from the people who helped me and guided me, Down and Amy. But also, I don't know what's in his oil. I don't know. He could be killing cancer patients. And there's people 
characters like that who want to cash in on someone else's journey and they can't be trusted. So to have someone like Darren and Amy and the Green Angels that you can put the trust in would be exceptional. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. But it happens every day. And we don't even tell people that, you know, RSO or I'm not even going to call it RSO, cannabis oil, because like I said, RSO can be on any label on any um, kind of any, anything to do with uh, cannabis. So we just call it cannabis oil. Um, you know, anybody can put a label on it. Anybody can, you know, but it's your best bet is just to either make your own or find somebody who's reputable. Cause I don't have any clue where I was just going with that. So I'm just going to drink some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, um, actually, uh, speaking of coffee, I'll, I'll give us a, a little break here for a second. Uh, so okay. every single episode is uh, brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee, our awesome sponsor uh, here on the Dorkening Podcast Network. And uh, I just finished my second cup, had a half a pot of uh, death by chocolate today. So uh, and uh, so now more than ever, we need to support our local businesses uh, they're a coffee vendor right here in Connecticut. And uh, so here's uh, a zombie talking about coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. <laughs> With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. disgusting okay there we are we are now live uh again we're back we're back we're back we're back <laughs> we're back uh so deadly grounds you can find information down below or up above and uh yeah local uh local roaster here in connecticut makes uh some awesome flavors death by chocolate uh witch's brew which is a chocolate raspberry oh my god that's so freaking good uh, <laughs> <laughs> for breakfast yeah Leo's drooling over there. He's like, I need more coffee. Well, uh, so Witch's Brew, I'll tell you a quick story, which is idiotic. But uh, when I worked at GNC back in the 90s, there was uh, this uh, one thing that they sold called Metaform Heat, which was at the time is like the legal form of speed with uh, <laughs> with uh, and they found out if you mix it with aspirin and caffeine, it like quadruples the effect. So uh, I, I, I was like big into working out in the 90s and, and it all went wrong. But. Yeah, uh, whenever uh, I get that flavor, like something like kicks in because it was a chocolate raspberry flavor. So uh, uh, that coffee, it like, yeah, it does something special to me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's there, goes, there goes Leo yeah. painting the house again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that stuff's been uh, gone uh, for a while. They uh, they criminalized it back in the 90s. So, yeah, that's my fun that, story. That really does explain a lot of things. Though. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so how we uh how we looking at uh, questions? Any more questions popping? Because I can only see the ones on my page. Uh, Dennis Hudson says, uh, "Oh my God, that is awesome." Tina Heel says, uh, "The Millers really are true, loving, caring, and giving down to earth people. Love them both." Love you, Tina. 
Questions? Anybody? Uh, Jeff? Uh, well, yeah, when we were at break, we were talking about, uh, you know, reputable people, uh, you know, to get uh, yep. their cannabis oil. Um, you know, some call it RSO. I also know it as FICO. Um, you know, I personally, uh, I use, uh, you know, a CBD oil, sometimes it's gummies and I use that daily. Um, you know, I don't use, uh, an RSO at this point in my life. Um, I'm hoping that I would never have to, you know, obviously, uh, but there are reputable people. Um, you've just gotta, you've just gotta find them and do your research. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, but because there are a lot of people out there that don't know what they're doing. Uh, and they're experimenting. And unfortunately, I think uh, they're experimenting with other people's lives. True that. True that. Leo's, Leo's looking out the window at the nice sunshine in Connecticut. Yeah, no, actually, no, I'm I'm trying. To... <laughs> I was just giving you a hot time, man, because it's raining here. Uh, it, uh, no, it's raining here, too. Yeah, it's. Uh... I, I, no, I'm pulling up on the uh, laptop so I don't get a uh, audio issue. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, nice. So, uh, Leia Ball says, do you think the UK will legalize? I personally don't think they will. Um, obviously, we know in America, the pharmaceutical companies run it, um, and they get a lot of kickbacks for chemo patients. And I've heard similar things about the UK as well. Because of how our NHS, NHS system has bullied me against my own choices, I don't think we're ever going to have our minds open here, but I think the public are going to be finding their own ways of doing it and healing themselves. But I don't think it's ever going to going to take off medicinally in the UK. And you see articles shared nearly every day to say it's being legalised, it's legalised. It's not. Um, and I honestly don't think it will be um, because a lot of money will be lost. So that's my opinion. Um, it's a shame, but it also doesn't stop us treating. We just have to be criminals. I mean, I've never got in trouble in my life, and now I could go to jail for five years just for saving my own life. That's crazy. So, yeah. Uh, it's so sad. Tina asks, uh, Carrie, how do you prefer to take the oil, straight up or on a uh, piece of candy? Oh, I do like candy. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> well, what I do is, um, and I had to start my protocol very quickly because I was running out of time. So Darren and Amy advised me on the building of tolerance, but I, I went straight in at quite uh, quite a high level just to try and get used to it. Um, and by the time I'd done about 100 grams in 100 days, I could put an entire gram on my finger and me and Darren would video each other and say, look, I can do an entire gram now and not feel any effects. But what I preferred to do was take little bits in the day because I was still exercising. I'd go to my karate lessons or stunt training in the evening. I'd get home and just literally put half to three quarters of a gram on my finger, show it under my tongue, had a good sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Have a good sleep. She says, I love it. <laughs> Gary, did you ever get scared? Uh, like, did you take too much where, you know, I mean, I accidentally took too much one night and it was like somebody was making coffee for me in the kitchen and there was nobody up there but me. So <laughs> <laughs> I did have one night where I took a bit too much too soon. And I was running around the house with a knife, wondering who was in each room. And I cleared the room and I was like, nope, no one in here. Because I was in the in the military back in the day. I was like, oh, it's no, nope, no one under the bed, no. And then my dogs start barking at things that aren't there because they can sense my anxiety. I'm like, Mom, there's people in my house. And she's like, go to sleep. I was like, can't sleep, I can hear people. And it's like, well, that was just the ones. <laughs> but I'd heard friends who got put off by it because they started too much too soon. But it didn't put me off. It just was a, not a nice evening. <laughs> 
but it was just the one. And I, I didn't realise my mum had, had remixed some of the oil, and I thought I was taking a little bit, and I was like, uh-oh. And she's like, what do you mean, uh-oh? I was like, I think I just did a gram in one go, and I didn't realise. <laughs> so, um, that, that, that. I, I I think your mom's watching. Actually, is uh cat is Kathleen yeah, your mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's and also so cold in the UK that the syringes you couldn't squeeze them. So my mom did mix them with some oils that will cross the blood brain barrier just just to get them out of the syringe because they were hardened. It was so cold when I started. We'd have to heat them just to put a little in your mouth. England's not warm. <laughs> she said Carrie used to video call me in the middle of the night and scare the hell out of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Kathleen's a hoot. You, you guys would love Kathleen. She's amazing. She's been a huge, huge uh big part of Carrie's recovery. It's so nice to have that support system. I know uh for myself, I can understand what Kathleen's going through when your loved one is diagnosed with, you know, a terminal disease. It's so hard to put yourself in their shoes, but all you can do, you know, is be that stronger support system. And she has just been wonderful. I mean, she's she is her rock. If I'm right, Carrie, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, my mom had been researching day and night for, for years, and I had just absolute trust in her that she knew what she was talking about, and she still reads all the books every day, my diet and so on, and uh, I just trust her. Um which is amazing that she does the research for me. And she said, you should read this. I said, no, you read it. I'll do it. I've got enough in my hands from doing all this. I need to read the, uh, the bookworm and check everything over. And she really does bless her. She maintained a career looking after me. She eventually had to come up here for a little while. I got very sick last summer. Um, I've got a pregnant sister, so she's worrying about both of us. One's about to give birth during the apocalypse quarantine, and I and I've had my scans cancelled. Everything's cancelled for me. I don't know if I'm progressing, shrinking, or stable right now, and I, I might not know for a few months as well. They've cancelled everything, so she has worries of both her kids. She has worries about her own job, her own health, and she still is superwoman. I don't even think she sleeps. <laughs> Bless her, she's incredible. Oh, she is. I heard your sister's on here too. Is your sister on here too? Uh, Charlie or Mari, maybe. Mm. Possibly. I, I haven't. I, I glance. Leo, Leo's yeah. the one that does all the reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen those names. I think they're just downstairs. There's a ton of comments, so I might have missed it. That's okay. Yeah. No worries. Um, yeah. But during during what you were saying back there, Carrie, um, another thing that you've done in your life is you were in the military. Yeah, I was just a reserve, but I was actually training a lot with the regular army because I was a medic, so they wanted me to support the regular army. And a lot of the reserves got called out to Bosnia when I was just uh, just, just about 18, I was. Um, and then they were actually going to pay for my medical degree to become a doctor. Um, and then I started modelling, and I put it back and put it back and put it back. And I never actually got round to it, but I absolutely loved my military years. It was, it was exciting, it was adventurous, it was fun. And I tried to go back in uh, as a regular officer a few years ago, and they said because I had brain surgery and a brain tumor, they couldn't have me in because I might need medical help in the field. And I said I'm fitter and stronger than, than most of the people that probably apply. My fitness was just still up here. And I thought, well, that's a bit sad because I want to contribute back to my country, but um, now I just help people a different way, so I'm happy with that. And I just go paintballing and climbing things and be a bit of a bloke. <laughs> 
flip people over on a stage in heels, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know page her videos i mean they're your badass i love it yeah i've never seen anybody in a in a set of high heels doing was it karate or and i haven't found it easier to throw someone in high heels because you're you're in the right position i had to go back to class barefoot i was like can i put my heels on because this isn't working for me But the, um, the World Jiu-Jitsu Organization, they actually helped save my life as well. They did a fundraiser which enabled me to buy the RSO, and uh, that was incredible. So everyone sort of worked together to save me in the UK, in America, and all over, which has been great. That's awesome. Yeah, People have been exceptional. It's been out of this world. Love to see that. We need more compassion in the world right now. Yeah. Well, just going to just gonna get them all high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get them all high. Give them some Twinkies, man. They'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's... I just had to contribute to the comment. That's all. Yeah. Uh, so uh, just to uh, a quick question for Amy. Uh, somebody made a comment that there was an issue with the Facebook link. Uh, where can people find out more about the Green Angels? Uh, we had a link on Facebook and Facebook took it off. Um, that's been happening a lot. I mean, they, they block what you know, whatever stigma they don't like. So, and they've been following Darren. So he has like 15 more days of his 30 days in Facebook jail. But if you just get on my page and private message me, um, I do get in the hidden messages. Also, I did find out that there's hidden messages and there were just hundreds. But if you get on my Facebook page, you can either just comment underneath one of um, like just one of my posts or just put it in private message that, Hey, I'm trying to get in touch with you. I'll click on your name and get in your private messages and we can talk and I can guide you in the right direction, whatever states are closest to you um, with recreational dispensaries or medicinal dispensaries. If you're in a legal state, I can tell you what you need to get. Um, it all sounded like a foreign language when we first started. Um, Mark Pedersen got us started and the first time I met him, he looked like Einstein, this genius. And he was you know, talking about CB2 and CB1 receptors and endocannabinoid systems. And I just thought this guy's crazy. I've never heard of this stuff. And, you know, now it's like second language, but a lot of people, when, you know, when you're told that, you know, your loved one has only a few months to live, uh, throw him in a car and take him across the States and get him an indica strain, high THC cannabis oil, and you're a substance abuse counselor and you have no idea what he's talking about. You're just walking around hoping that somebody else knows what you're talking about. So if you just get on my page, I can tell you what you need to get, where you can go that's closest to you. And like Carrie was saying for her, it's a lot harder because they don't have the option besides going on the streets and just walking into a bar and asking somebody who has, you know, cannabis, hey, can you sell me some? Um, other than that, it's really hard for them to get a hold of plant and get to any kind of dispensary unless you come to the United States, which if you do, we're 100 percent here to help guide you in the right direction. Which brings me to another question real quick here. Have you ever considered moving across the pond, Carrie? Um, I have. I used to live in Los Angeles. Um, I was one of the girls of the Playboy Mansion, which was just a dream come true. And every weekend I'd just hang out with the playmates and and LA, of course, you could there was a CBD shop on every corner, but I didn't really know about it then. And it was actually one of the girls from the Playboy Mansion who said, why don't you use CBD as a preventer? And I said, well, no, it's for when I'm progressing again. And she said, well, why don't you stop the progression by using CBD? 
So then when we didn't know I was terminal for those five years, had I probably not been using the regular cannabis oil for around two years of that, I probably would have died because they missed the scans. So I would love to live in LA again. It's my dream. But because my scans are here um, and I have to have my family and everyone look after me a lot of time, I'm not as well as I look. So maybe it'll be something again for the future. But I can't really get my mum, my boyfriend, everyone, and like, right, we're moving to Los Angeles again as much as I would love to. Right, right. Americans yeah. are just nicer. They're, nicer. they're positive, they're happy, they build you up. UK people, it's like, oh, let's tear you down and be cruel to you. Not all of them. A lot of them are lovely, but we, I do have a lot of stalkers and haters here. So right, I'd love right. to go back. <laughs> and yeah, and now you, you mentioned your boyfriend, which is Luke, correct? Yeah. Um, he's been uh, he's been a big inspiration and part of this um, since you guys have been together. I mean, how, how does he feel? He's quite blasé about it all. He sees me so well, and I've been very sick the last two weeks with the possible virus, and he's been helping me get up, bringing me food, waiting on me hand and foot, and he still doesn't believe I'm sick. He's like, you're all right, you're all right, you've had worse. And I was like, yes, but I think you have to sometimes realise I am ill. I just look really, really well, and I think that throws people sometimes, so he does get surprised when I'm sick. But he just believes in what I'm doing. He's uh, He loves his little conspiracy theories about chemo and stuff as well. I didn't realise how much he was a conspiracy like me. And he gets back from the pub like, do you know this? Do you know this? Do you know this? And he's fully against me having chemo. He said he won't let me touch it, same as my mom. Nice, nice. And that brings it back to having that solid core, that rock foundation um, that's willing yeah. to help, you know. <clears throat> and that's a big part. Absolutely. Without without support, you're all done. Yeah, yeah thank sure. you. Thank you for breaking the silence there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe you froze again in the corner. No. <laughs> uh Marigail says, uh, and I'm sorry if I mess up the name, uh, Amy, you and Darren keep on changing lives. I will forever be thankful for the time you helped my mom. Thank you. Love you. And uh, Tamara mentions uh, Granny's Fudge Brownies. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Wish we had some right now. That's the uh, Granny, Candy Grandy, Candy, Candy Granny, right? Yes. My mum accidentally ended up with some of that. She was mixing my oils so they'd, um, like I said, they'd be a bit easier to take in the cold. And we didn't realise the wooden spoon was absorbing all the THC and she made some cake. <laughs> but her friends didn't go to work for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you I don't... Know, I fine, but everyone else was like, nope. Yeah, you don't lick the spoon. <laughs> Oh, so great. I'm part of a spoon. Now, if you make like a spaghetti or something, you're going to enjoy it. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, good ju- to know. Well, you already found that out the hard way. <laughs> well, first time I made my own homemade butter, I stirred it like every five, ten minutes, and I kept licking the spoon. I was high as fuck after about three hours. <laughs> yeah, you were. I think I got like forty-five phone calls, and it was all the same thing, dude. We should really write this into the comic. And I'm like, you just said that to me like five minutes ago, bro. He's like, did I call you? I'm like, yeah. What are you like hitting fucking redial? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a trip. So, uh, yeah, I'm addicted to chocolate, so I find that a lot when I'm doing the oils, and I'll get some on my finger, and I, it, you know, I just. My brain automatically goes to chocolate. So, you know, I lick my finger and after about 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I need more chocolate. <laughs> more chocolate. Right. 
So maybe That's you guys awesome. uh have you discovered any uh any recipes with uh with THC like uh accidentally mixing it with something else like uh like a spaghetti THC? <laughs> well, actually the um um I've been partial to the barbecue sauce lately. Oh. Nice stuff. Yeah, barbecue sauce. You don't cook with it because you'll you don't, you don't want to burn it off, but uh yeah, dipping my chicken wings and ribs in that. And then you sleep in a half hour later. Not good for the digestive <laughs> system, but whatever. <laughs> <coughs> Complete and zombie mode. And I make my mode. own cookies. Oh, with cookies, yeah. Peanut butter, peanut butter cookies. Uh, uh, Michelle says no cookies. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I was waiting to see if she'd comment on that. Michelle, my wife. Uh, f- quick funny story. We were at Jeff's camp. He owns a place in the woods up in Maine here. Uh, we were all up there, you know, family vacation. And Jeff's like, anybody want, you know, a cookie? My wife's like, I'll try a half. She's not a big uh, cannabis person. You know, she does a little bit of CBD oil to help with aches and pains once in a while. She'll do a 10 milligram THC to sleep at night. So Jeff gives her a half a cookie and we're in the house. She starts doing dishes. She looks over at me and she's like, I think I need to sit down. <laughs> and she, yeah, I kind of helped guide her over to this chair and she sat there within three hours she went from the chair to crawling across the room to the futon passing out in the futon me getting her up to the bedroom in the loft and she don't remember any of it she was like i'm never doing that again it was quite funny it was quite funny this was half a half a cookie it was half a cookie oh wow yeah, well, and, and that's tolerance. And yeah. as as Amy and Kerry mentioned earlier, it's it's the tolerance. You know, as you do these cannabis oils, you build a tolerance so that when you're actually medicating, you're not like woo, all loopied out. You know, um, I had the same experience. I ate a quarter of a brownie. Everybody went to bed at the camp. I sat at the damn picnic table for three and a half hours, staring at the coals in the fire because I was wasted. So guess who doesn't do brownies no more? <laughs> That's because you're a fucking lightweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Me it's, too. it's tolerance. It's yeah. tolerance. I mean, I could sit here and smoke three joints or three bowls and be fine. But I eat a quarter of a brownie, man, and phew, Give me some blankets because I'm out. Yeah. Well, the edibles, the edibles are different. Everybody reacts differently to the edibles, you know. I had some in LA and I just saw sweets and I was like, oh, someone's got sweets. Stuck an entire hand in, like filled my mouth up, sat in this taxi like, hmm, I smell cannabis. Who's got cannabis? And then five minutes later, I was like, oh, that's what they were. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Luckily, I had good tolerance because I ate the entire bag pretty much. Oh wow! But I still felt it. Uh, yeah, you have a good tolerance. Carrie built up real quick uh, to yeah. a gram a day. We were shocked at how fast she built up. I mean, a grain of rice for me. I'm like you, Jeff, and Ben, where I'm. I can take a half of a ten milligram gummy, and I've melted into my couch, and I'm like, ooh, I don't like this feeling. Um, yeah, I think we did. I think after two weeks, I was on nearly a gram a day. I really, that's two weeks of a blur for me. (laughs) (laughs) It was just a blur. Uh, My mum would just eat pizza and stuff, and (laughs) that's all I remember. Uh, Michelle says uh, she has no clue how she got there. 
And uh, <laughs> uh, Denise Hudson says that my husband is pan- uh, is a pancreatic cancer survivor. Six years. Healing is a combination of many things. Love, faith, peace of mind, good doctors, and cannabis. Amen. Oh, that's a great story. Um, yeah. You know, if you want to reach out to us uh, via, you know, direct message or email, uh, that might be a story that we can pull up on the show at a later date. I mean, we're booking, you know, a couple months in advance right now, but we love, love those types of stories. Um, that's why we're all here today, you know, at, well, now it's almost 11 o'clock here, but you know, we started at 9 AM on a Sunday morning to be able to help bring that education to people. Open up people's eyes. Yes. Open up people's eyes without beating them on the head. Well, sometimes that's fun. Sometimes it's the only one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> True. Uh, I remember when I had my 83-year-old father-in-law over here, and I, he takes care of my plants when I go away in the summertime. And it was the first time I did an outdoor grow, and uh, I said, you know, don't use the rainwater. You got to use the the gallons of water here for this particular plant. Oh, geez, that's that's a dogmata one. He's a full-blooded Italian. I'm like, don't kill my plants. <laughs> You know what I mean? But he's got that stigma about it. Then I can't break it. You know, even though CBD helped my mother-in-law for her uh, her knee issues and stuff, she really liked it. But he just wouldn't allow it because of the stigma. He just thinks it's a, a drug to get stoned. Wow. You could hear I a pin drop. I've never done a drug in my life. Then suddenly I'm being called a drug dealer, drug addict. And I'm like, and I turned around to people and I said, how many prescription medicines are you on? And they're like, well, I'm on this for tiredness. I need this to wake up. I need this because I'm sick from the other two. And then I need this. And I'm like, well, you're an addict then. And they're like, no, no, you're an addict. I said, I don't even touch painkillers. I've not put one pharmaceutical in my body until recently um, when I've had some epilepsy tablets. I said for five, seven years, I've never touched a medicine, not even a painkiller until it got too bad. So I said, I'm not a drug addict. You guys are drug addicts. And they can't quite see that. Yeah. Well, no, because it's a, it's legal through the pharmaceutical business, right? You know, and that to me, that's just a bunch of bullshit. I just like the way she says drug addicts. I <laughs> that was amazing. Was it drug addict? Yeah, the accent. I love it. It's just I've always had a thing for the British accent. It's just one of those things. Uh, I just wanted to <laughs> break break the break the monotony of the show real quick and just be the be the. Uh, what are they, the dick in the crowd, as I'm called? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I mean, you, you bring up a good point. You know, uh, uh, now I'm just learning about about all this. You know, you guys brought me in on uh, on all of it. But, uh, you know, the stigma of cannabis, it's, it's been going on for, for many years. And you, you talk about uh, opioids and oh, I think we lost your volume. Oh, OK. Uh, he said that on purpose. My yeah. wife's behind the curtain talking to me. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Uh, I, I mean, you know, it, you got to follow the money. You figure tobacco, uh, you know, is so deadly, but yet it has uh, corporate sponsors and all that. <laughs> Did I miss something? What I miss? As Ben smokes a cigarette. Oh. As he said it. <laughs> You're muted, he's, he's Ben. Still muted. He's still muted. still muted. Oh, oh shit! And I'm not even high yet, folks. Sorry. No. <laughs> That's okay. Go back to mute. But, you know, you're making a really good point. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, the pharmacies. Uh, somebody, uh, I, I saw a hilarious meme talking about, uh, you know, uh, pharmacies and uh, the medical industry in, in the U.S. 
where the top uh, TV show in the U.S. was about a teacher selling meth to pay for his hospital bills, you know? Yeah. It's just crazy. Wow. Yeah, uh, Breaking Bad. Did you ever watch Breaking Bad? I actually know. No. Um, I'm one of those people that I watch very few TV shows because usually when we're not doing stuff like this, Jeff and I are on the phone with each other. We're writing. We're getting right. geared up. We're getting geared up for events. We're getting geared up, you know, for comic book releases and things like that. And then real life work on top of it. So I don't have a lot of time to sit and watch the telly. Oh wow. Um, yeah, but, lately, though. Well, yeah, but I've been binge watching, you know, Bones with the wife. So yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. Uh, it was a. Uh incredible show i absolutely loved it it was a, a science teacher who gets cancer and he can't afford his medical bills so he figures out you know hey uh let me figure out how to uh, make meth and he became a meth dealer to pay for his medical bills and uh, then he became this huge drug kingpin and it was uh it was a crazy crazy series well, I'm yeah. glad that they made it about meth and not about cannabis, you know, because that wouldn't right. really help break the stigma. <laughs> right. I mean, here in Illinois, we have a really, really bad heroin ep epidemic and a meth epidemic. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this was high on that list, you know, on our drug list was cannabis. And <clears throat> cannabis has never killed anybody ever in, you know, mankind. So it's... The whole stigma just throws me off. It infuriates me. We have a children's hospital in St. Louis that's 15 minutes from my house where hundreds of kids are dying today. And Mark Pedersen is one of those people who stepped up years ago and has been saving children for years on cannabis. And it had to be in the dark, you know, away from everybody just to save these children's lives because of the stigma and because of where it's at on the drug list. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Uh, coronavirus. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, no. you know, his, but you know, with it being so high on the list and cannabis being up there with it, while all these things are destroying your kidneys and your liver and Carrie, you were talking about painkillers and a lot of these cancer patients are on, you know, um, morphine and everything else that's yep. killing your liver and eating away at your organs and, you know, radiation that everybody thinks is just going to hit that spot and it's burning everything from the inside out. Um, one of our good friends who is no longer with us, um, uh, uh, Randall Robertson, he's no longer with us, but he, he, he all of his complications weren't from his cancer because when he became cancer free on cannabis oil, all of a sudden, all of his organs started having all this damage from the radiation. Uh, you know, I mean, there's just so much that people have to learn that this is actually regenerate cells and tissues. It doesn't destroy them. And, you know, Carrie, you were talking about not being on anything. I'm really, you know, glad to hear that. I'm excited to hear that. Yeah. You I mean, last year, an accident, I got thrown off a horse and I actually crushed my sciatic nerve. I didn't walk for about two weeks and they were x-raying everything and they put me on morphine and I was just vomiting all the time. And I, I said to the doctors, I'm coming off my morphine and going back on my RSO. And I healed so quickly from my nerve damage. It was it was crazy. I was back training two weeks later. And they all often say, like, you can't train for a month or two. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm back involved because it just fixes everything. <laughs> it's great. I went in for my two-week checkup after I donated my kidney. And he was like, what, I did this like a month ago? And I said, no, you did this two weeks ago. Like, don't you know who I am? And uh, he was like, there's no way. It was sealed. It was healed. And we were in actually in Boston at the time that I was 
going through um, right after my two week um, checkup and all that, we went to Boston to do a show out there and the people who were with us could not believe it. Well, the doctor was like, well, how is this possible? And I said, well, cannabis oil. And he said, oh, okay. And then I looked at him like, what do you mean? Oh, okay. You know, he's from India. And he said, well, when was the last time you saw somebody from India in chemo? And I had to think about it for a minute. And I don't think I have ever seen anybody in all the chemo treatments. Darren did six chemo treatments way back when he was first diagnosed because he only had a few months to live. So we were throwing anything and everything we could at it. You know, we didn't want to lose him. And I don't ever remember seeing anybody from India. And he said, we use it in everything. We use it as a spice. We use it in our foods. We drink it. We juice it. We eat it. We use the oil. We use it as a lotion. They use it for everything. Everything. The world could take a lesson from that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, there's a question uh, from uh, Marigale. Uh, ben, do you want to take that? Uh, it gets a little technical, so you may <coughs> understand it better. Okay, hold on. Let me open it up. Okay. It says, um, what are your thoughts on doctors now giving <coughs> Marinol? And she has spelling in parentheses, so I'm not sure if that's the pr proper pronunciation. Rx's to cancer patients. That blew my mind when they, after a year of saying it was dangerous for my mom to take. The, the, yeah, it's hard to read that. Okay. Now, the Marinol, Marinol, isn't that the... Uh, synthetic. It, it's just it's synthetic. A, yeah, that's the synthetic. So right. I guess her question is, what are your thoughts? Uh, we'll direct this to Amy first. What are your thoughts on doctors giving that to cancer patients? All Marinol is is a synthetic man-made fake THC. And all yep. it does is help with nausea. Um, it's not the same thing. It's not made with cannabis. You can test positive for THC. Um, so there's something in it that they've infused it with, but it is synthetic and man-made. Um, it doesn't do anything for slowing down any kind of metastasization. It's not even on the level of CBD. It's, you know, I mean, you'd be better off taking CBD than you would Marinol for nausea mm -hmm. than you would Marinol. Right, right. That's the pharmaceutical companies trying to get in on something that they have no Money. business getting in on. Correct. Absolutely. Was that the question, Leo? That was the question. Thank you. Because okay. I, 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 I would have totally screwed that up. <laughs> <laughs> I did too, but it's okay. <laughs> you know, you did, you did. That's why we don't script the show. There we go. It'd you be know? impossible to script us. No, no, no. It's more fun when it's not scripted, you know? Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. You can get a little off the story and then you come back to the story, you know? Totally. I'm just really upset that you guys haven't, like, I don't know, dropped the F-bomb more than once. I'm just really upset. You guys did a lot when Darren was on here. Well, well, what the fuck? <laughs> Thank you. Wait a minute. I think I think everybody on here, with the exception of Leo, has dropped the F-bomb today. At least uh -huh. once. No, Carrie has not. Damn. She's being, she's Damn. being a lady. Yes. You know, well, and the problem is, is this is a special episode. It was a Sunday morning. So we're trying to oh. be nice. And I got yelled at numerous times from my mother-in-law that I swear too fucking much on here. So <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. No, it's a it's in the dictionary. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Well, I would like to hear the, the, uh, the UK version of it, though. What? Fuck the word. Oh, we, we, yeah. Yes, we say that. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Sorry, mom. We got to to say it. That's our fault. We're bad influences. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Denise says uh, there are ladies present. Correct. 
Correct. We were brought up not to use a lot of vulgarity in front of ladies. Dude, I was trying to set up a strip live online strip poker game. <laughs> I know, but you only got guys to refer to you. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, um, my bad. I, I will not produce that show. <laughs> How about Naked Twister? No. <laughs> Oh my, oh my. See what happens, Carrie? See what happens over here in the US? We go right in the gutter. It's fine. <laughs> oh boy. All right, I'll behave now. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I mean, we've touched on a lot of things in in your journey um, you know, from your early days up through your pageant days to superstardom you know in in battling this this terminal illness is 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 amazing it's amazing i'm glad that we had the opportunity to help share your story you know and maybe help save other people's lives you know by helping direct them into the right areas let's say if it helps um, one it's worth it right right doesn't cancer doesn't discriminate it doesn't matter no. how much money you have what status you hold um, you know, from the rich to the poor, it just doesn't discriminate. And, you know, yeah. So unfortunately, Carrie was a victim of this horrible disease. And I have never met a bigger warrior. I mean, literally, because she's a warrior. I mean, she'll kick your butt if you meet her in person. She doesn't like it. She'll get you. Oh, yeah, she will. Yeah, she will. Uh, hence, hence the black belt. Yes. Start yeah. a nickname, Cannabis Ninja. <laughs> there you go. There it is. I love it. Cannabis ninja. I love and if you get that, I can't feel it. So it's great. I love it. Uh, somebody grab that URL real quick. <laughs> uh, Michelle says, "Keep it clean, Hoffman." <laughs> Hoffman. That's what she wrote. <laughs> Jeff is going for everything. Uh, well, okay. that's everybody. Everybody, when they announced Jeff, they put these Fs in his name that, that are not there. So it's been an ongoing joke for a couple years now that he's Mr. Hoffman. <laughs> yeah, told, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, I know my wife's phone will ring after this for that comment. <laughs> oh, that was your wife? Yeah. Uh, All right, payback, bitch. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, make sure it's payback to her, though, not me. Not like that damn Dory hat you had her buy on vacation. <laughs> guy. Oh. Terry, do you have any big events coming up um, when you guys get done with being under quarantine? I have, but everything's been cancelled. I was supposed to be competing at an international seminar and training in some of my martial arts and obviously my pageants. And I had a fundraiser set up for my myself as well. And we've just had to cancel absolutely everything in the UK. And as you can see by the mess, I was about to move house. And it's just been shut down. Um, and I've been sick for the last two weeks as well. And eight doctors have said I've had the virus. Oh, and wow. I know I look well, but I've been, I couldn't get out of bed, as you know, yesterday. And yeah. it's just the UK right now. We've just, like, probably the same as America. We've just had to shut everything. My MRIs are cancelled. My oncology is cancelled. It's not a good time for a cancer patient in the UK right now because we need our medical services for other things. And they're just so overwhelmed. So 
I've got all these dreams I want to do. And it sounds stupid like and very shallow that a deadly virus is getting in the way of my life and what I want to do. My time is more limited than other people's and I just really want to go out and enjoy my life. I'm I'm always in quarantine anyway from being ill. So like now it's summer nearly. I'm like, I want to go do things. I want to go on a holiday with my boyfriend or compete or train or and it's just it's been just a nationwide shutdown for us and I don't think it's gonna get any better, which sucks. Well, with uh, with self-medicating, uh, you know, a lot of people are actually better off now because of the hospitals being overwhelmed. Uh, a lot of cancer patients can't get their chemo right now. So it's uh, now is yeah. more than, a, you know, it's, uh, now's the time more than ever to uh, yeah. start looking for ulterior uh treatments yeah yeah it said about me if i have to have chemo because if this in the next scan was going to progress we might have had to actually have a serious think and a talk about even though my trust and belief is this it's my mum wants to keep me alive as long as possible now but even still they've said no chemo is going to be starting in the uk for months and some of these people just don't have time so i do hope they do their research and look at other things yeah. absolutely yeah yeah, and with this virus, a lot of cancer patients have to remember, and this is anybody with immune deficiency disorders, because your immune system is pretty much down, is to just stay isolated from everybody. I mean, you already have it, Carrie, so you, you know, hopefully when you get through this, then you no longer, hopefully, can get it. Um, yeah. Again, you know, they're saying that they're actually finding people who have been diagnosed with it, got through it. And then they're using the antibodies to fight against the disease in the future. Hopefully that's the case. Yeah. It must have been the cannabis helping me as well because I had paramedics sent twice. And they're looking at me like, your blood pressure's fine, your obs are fine, your heart rate's fine. I'm like, well, of course it's fine. I'm a very healthy person. I take a lot of healthy supplements, didn't tell them what. And I've been so physically ill. The stats, and this happened last year, Amy. Do you remember I was hospitalized and ambulances mm -hmm. every day nearly? It wasn't like the end of summer. And I'm looking, because I'm an ex-medic, I'm looking at the machines, I'm like, oh, dear crap, they're not going to take me seriously because I look perfect on paper, but I feel very sick. And they look at how well I look, and I get a lot of hate in England because they say, you look too good to be a cancer, cancer patient. You've got your hair, your skin, everything is looking too well. You shouldn't be running and stuff. I'm like, because I'm not a cancer patient that you would expect because I haven't had the treatment, and it's the treatment that does all of that. It loses your hair, makes you ill. I said, so it's not actually the cancer that affects me. It would be the treatment. And I'm taking all these healthy things that are keeping me well. And I feel amazing most of the time. Yeah. We went through that with Darren's MS too. You know, he was, he had stage three MS before he ever had cancer for 10 years. And, you know, people, he parked in a handicapped parking spot and people would get mad at him and be like, oh yeah, you look real sick. And if you lived a day in his, you know, in his world, he was very sick. You know, so I completely understand. And, and you know, your, your pictures tell all. You know, if people want to see the hell that you went through internally, they can look at the pictures when you had your surgery, your brain surgery. I mean, it was horrific. And yeah. what people don't understand is it's internal, not external. You know. Yeah, and those, those pictures are all public uh, from other other um, interviews that Carrie has done. So, yeah, if you Google her, you'll see the hell of a journey that this young lady has endured. Here, if I painted my eyebrows on, I would go up to about here. And obviously I looked like a frog. My eyes were swollen and the scars and everything. So 
first cancer was so small, but that took more out of me than the second cancer, which was terminal and three quarters of my brain. The first tumor was only this big, and now it's spread all there, right, all of this load, and now across the middle as well. And I, I'm just as well as I was back then, if not more so, because of the cannabis oil, which is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tina says, uh, I was walking around bald and still had people saying, you don't look sick. Yep. Because people are too opinionated. Right. Wow. Was that an opinionated statement? Yeah. No, not at all. (laughs) You know, a mind is like an umbrella. It only works when it's open. Exactly. Wow. Wow. He's getting philosophical on us, folks. That was a good one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's getting philosophical on us. I want to remind everybody that uh, if you want to learn more about our awesome guests, check show notes down below or up above. We've got a bunch of information there. And uh, with Amy, with uh, with her Facebook, actually, just go to her personal account to uh, reach out to her. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very good. Yeah, I think I think we've covered just about everything. Um, do you guys have anything else you'd like to share? Or yeah, I'm hungry. It's breakfast time. I wasn't talking to you. You can leave. <laughs> you can leave whenever you want. <laughs> you know, uh, has he hasn't he done that in the show before? Didn't he just like. Walk away one time. Uh, numerous times. <laughs> yeah, he just gets up and he's like, hey, I'm, I, I got to eat and I'll be right back. It's like, what? <laughs> but that was more directed at the at the ladies, Jeff, not you. I didn't know <laughs> if there was anything that they, else that they wanted to touch on or or share. Well, uh, I just wanted to make, that, uh, make a note really quick. Now is the time to get any questions in the show notes or any comments uh, before we wrap things up. So uh, if you uh, speak now or forever, hold your peace until the next show. That's right. So, Carrie, do you have anything you want to add to that? Um, I can't think of anything right now other than just thank you guys for saving my life time and time again and for all the work you're doing in the world of all the people you're saving. I always see it on, on your posts and Darren's people thanking you, family members. And I would just probably like to say to anyone in America, you guys have this opportunity to reach out to Damon. My brain, Darren and Amy. Names are really bad with names since the tumor came back. And just in America, you've got this incredible opportunity, and so many people come to me and say they can't afford it. Your friends and family will not let you die. Mine raised enough to keep me for a year of treatment. We're now fundraising again online um, because until this thing's over, I can't get my events up. And you just do not stop fundraising. And when my story appeared on Sky News on the front homepage, because it was in hundreds of papers across the world and websites, Strangers were sending me money so I could still treat and travel and they got me flights to the USA for me and mom and hotels and people have just been so, so kind. I just just reach out to the public because they won't let you die and you can do whatever it takes. Me and my mom both sold our houses originally um, just to even cover the finances of being sick when I wasn't working and I lost my business, I lost my home, I sold my car, I, I was lucky to have a boat because my business did well in the past, all of it gone. And it's just about looking at what you have, assets that you can just get rid of, to save your life. And I used to be wealth orientated and now I'm health orientated. I've dumbed my life right down, it's quite simple these days. But I'm healthy and I'm well and I'm grateful for that. So it's just about doing whatever you can to get these medicines in you and just trusting that you will feel amazing. Well said. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the same, you know, here when, when all this happened, 
you know, I had to quit my job to save my husband's life. He only had a few months to live. So um, we reached out. We did a GoFundMe. And Carrie, if you have a GoFundMe, maybe uh, Leo, we can post uh, her GoFundMe link. And we can get Carrie some help still because they're quarantined. So it's really hard for them to, you know, for her to keep helping herself and her family and saving her life. Um, the struggle is real. Um, and you learn real quick how much money, yes, money makes life a whole lot easier, but unfortunately it's not life. And when you're losing a loved one, um, the money is just to save that life. It doesn't matter the material things. You know, we were selling Darren's truck and my car and my wedding ring, everything to fund our trip. And then like Carrie was saying, we had tons of strangers popping on our GoFundMe page and uh, giving us money who didn't even know us, just, you know, hey, help save your life. So absolutely, Carrie, um, you know, anything that we can do on our ends. And then now that we're all quarantined, you know, um, we can't do any kind of work. Like Carrie was saying, you know, nobody can do anything. All we can do is just sit here and and hope for the best and hope that the people who can get this still have access to it since they can't even get to dispensaries in legal states. Um, we can't get out of the house. So we have a lot of people contacting us, which is why, you know, we were thankful that in Illinois we could grow because we were able to grow our own medicine here. Um, and a lot of the dispensaries are shut down because of what's going on right now. And so for people to get access to this medicine right now is really difficult. So, you know, you just got to reach out to your friends. Support each other. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, and there are a bunch of links in the show notes. I, I have uh, one that I grabbed from the event, uh, the facebook.com slash donate one. I think uh, that goes to, is that the one? Carrie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the one that she, yeah, that I grabbed that she sent that, was yep. linked to the event. So yeah, that that's the one. Yep. Uh, so uh, it's very easy. Just uh, click on the show notes and you'll find that information right there. Uh, Facebook.com slash donate slash a bunch of numbers. So uh, you don't need to remember the numbers. Just click the button. Uh, and right. last minute comments. Uh, Kathleen Parker says, uh, great to meet you all. Uh, and Denise says, inviting Carrie to Florida after the virus shutdown. Um, Michelle said, it's more like uh, lunch, homie. <laughs> uh wendy waterman says amazing god bless stay safe and uh this uh so touched my heart and says we lost so many family to cancer it's, it's a devastating uh devastating uh kathleen says a massive thank you for all your uh offer to help amy we love you absolutely and uh yeah nick stain says uh more people should uh be trying to uh, uh let me see trying to make it and get it out to the public yep. he's referring to the the uh, cannabis oil got it so <laughs> you know as long as it's done correctly as amy pointed out earlier you know um do we so, have a second for me to throw one thing out there with that go ahead Is, okay i didn't know if we had time i just wanted to yeah to i have I have about 30 minutes before I have to actually put on real clothes and go do a job into a uh, um, job. Um, interview? No estimate, <laughs> not an interview, an estimate. Um, I was just going to say, you had made a really good point about people need to start making their own. Uh, just from my experience, um, when you're making cannabis oil, it should be two ingredients. It should be your cannabis, and if you can get a hold of Everclear alcohol, it is food grade. That means you can drink it and it's safe for your body. 
I understand that there's some people in some countries, including the UK, that can't get a hold of Everclear alcohol. Um, a lot of people are using isopropyl alcohol or they're using naphtha, which is paint thinner. And you do cook it out. But you have to keep in mind that if you don't know what you're doing and you don't cook it all out, that you are actually ingesting that alcohol. So I just want to make it very clear that if you use isopropyl or naphtha, if you're in a country where you cannot get Everclear alcohol, we also tell people if you can get the highest proof vodka, um, it might only be 90 proof and not like Everclear, which is 190 proof. It is still better than using something that you cannot ingest. If you do that, when you actually cook it down either in your rice cooker or we have an extractor back here, um, whatever, you whatever you're using, put it in a little metal bowl, put it either on a coffee warmer or some kind of hot pad, boil it out. What you see souffling, what you see boiling off there while you're stirring it to get the rest of the, that's all alcohol coming off of it. So if it's still boiling and you're still seeing bubbles, that's still the alcohol cooking off of it. Now, if you're using Everclear, you're still safe because it's still food grade. So if there's some Everclear left in there, you just, hey, you're drinking wow. and you're using wow. cannabis. But as far as um, making your own, just make sure that if you're getting it from somebody that you don't know, you don't know what's in it. You don't know how they made it. You don't know what they extracted it with. They use butane, naphtha, Everclear, isopropyl. There's lots of different things to extract the THC out of the plant, but it should be two ingredients, just plant and then whatever your alcohol or whatever it is that you're using to extract it. The problem is, is that you don't know what people are using and you don't know how they cooked it and you don't know how much they got out of it to make it safe for your body to ingest. Know who you're getting it from. If you're getting it from a dispensary, typically it's butane infused at, at our local dispensaries it is, but um, you know, we don't have any success stories there yet, but hopefully I don't, I don't know because I wouldn't put butane in my system. I don't know. Um, but we don't use it. Just be real cautious on when you're making your own to make sure that you know what you're putting in it. Good advice. Yeah. And I uh, just wanted to follow up with that. Uh, if you look back into uh, other shows uh, where we had um, Darren uh, Miller on previously, he also goes into uh, a lot more detail as well. Um, yes. So, uh, <laughs> You can just check back in uh, the videos and uh, watch another great show. Absolutely. Totally. All right, Leo, you want to wrap this up for us? Yeah, totally. Uh, I want to thank you all for watching. Uh, again, check the show notes down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And this show is brought to you by the Dorkening Podcast Network. If you head on over to thedorkening.com, you'll find all the shows I have on the network. Uh, over 20 shows, and uh, we're going to get the audio podcast for this up as well. So uh, okay. we'll talk to you about that and uh, get that going. And uh, so let's uh, first one on the button here. Amy, where do you like people following you? I just use Facebook. Unfortunately, I haven't learned Twitter, tweeting, whatever. Haven't learned any of that yet. So I use Facebook. If you want to get in touch with me, you can. And, and if you're in my hidden messages and you really need to get in touch with me, just post a comment under one of the posts on my Facebook page, or you can click on Darren's in 15 days to get on his. And, you know, we just had a Facebook jail again. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, Yeah, and that's something about uh, messages. Uh, every now and then I'll go in and they're like, I don't know why Facebook likes, likes to hide certain messages, you know, it's, but they have yeah. control over everything. It's They're evil. <laughs> uh, evil. Carrie, 
uh, where do you like interacting with your fans? Um, my YouTube's actually really blown up, and mainly with American fans and Canadian, because um, the UK is still a bit a bit funny about things like that. But my Facebook page is where you can sort of see my updates. My profile is where you can see all the crap I post. Um, but my YouTube's probably where I put my blogs and my updates and my cancer page on Facebook as well. Um, but people can reach out to me wherever they want. I often have had people saying, oh, put me in touch with Darren. I can't get hold of Darren. And then I've said, message him again. I'll message Darren and say, go back. But what I didn't realize is I was messaging Darren's profile, the wrong profile, for about six months, wasn't I, Amy? Because I didn't realize which one was in jail still. And uh, you got a little pug in the back? Uh, two. two, yes. One just walked by. Oh, Arnie is 15 and he's been in films, Hollywood movies, and Biggie Smalls is free. And I won't <laughs> let him nail their movie set. <laughs> I've had paramedics out and he's eating the ECG machine. They're like, oh, isn't he cute? And then I flatline. I'm like, no, no, I'm still alive. And we look and there's two bits of cord and he sat there like oh. chewing them. <laughs> so he's a little bit of a monkey. <laughs> Uh, Kathleen Parker says, uh, when the world is back to a normal, oh, back to normal, Carrie and I will be coming to see you, Darren and Amy. Oh, that would be wonderful. Well, we've, we've said it for a year, haven't we? But last summer I was so ill, wasn't I? I just couldn't do anything. She couldn't travel last year at all. Um, and of course we were stuck here. Um, I also take care of my father-in-law. So, you know, there's stipulations on who's going where, but as soon as Carrie gets better, absolutely, Kathleen, and we'd love to have you guys here. I'm so excited to hear that. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Sounds I still like have a road no trip for us, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I've been telling you guys that forever. Right, right. Yeah. Soon, soon. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Jeff. Yes. Hello, sir. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I like to be followed from behind. <laughs> uh no uh you know uh I'm, the, I'm a facebook guy i don't uh you know i'm like uh you know amy i don't do all that other instagram stuff uh but ben is always on top of all of that um like i said i do facebook token dead on facebook um you know and uh we uh we pushed something out yesterday so uh we're anticipating getting a whole bunch of uh emails and and contacts and stuff like that, because uh, we are giving out uh, the PDF version of issue number one for free for everybody. Just send us your email, and yeah, uh, we will send that out to you worldwide. Yeah, yeah. Because people are stuck in the house and going bonkers. <clears throat> yeah, we can't do much, but we can do that. Right, right. So, um, uh, it my turn yet? Wrap it up. Is it my turn? Is it my turn? It's your me, turn. Me, me, it's me, your me. Turn. Oh, so first of all, I want to thank these two lovely ladies uh amy for coming on and help educate a little bit and kerry for you know coming on and sharing this amazing story that we really thought everybody should hear you know um so thank thank you to both of you of course and as always to our first responders and our veterans thank you for doing what you do every day so people like us can do what we do every day and amongst this crisis right now we want to give a huge shout out to everybody in the medical profession for putting your yeah. lives on the line to help curb what's going on in the world right now. We love you all. We'll see you soon. We're out. Peace out. Your book of lies will buy you 
Fucking legend in her. 